0: morning everybody it is the morning after with nick and big j welcome to tuesday second day of november 2021 my name is nick there's big j right over there yeah it's election day big j Ta-da. to the polls ego for mostly local elections depending on what particular part of the treasure valley you live in that will depend on what is up for grabs a lot of it is city council stuff school board stuff that kind of thing so get ready to get ready, Big J. Any uh, races that are hotly contested in Middleton?
1: I mean, who knows? It's mostly just you know, like you said, city council folk, and I don't think there's a lot of opposition. Will you make a trip to the polls today? Uh, haven't decided.
0: Oh, well, we're off the bench. It a depends.
1: Well, no, it depends. If they're not opposed, then I mean, what's the point?
0: Well, I'm almost positive that there may be some sort of opposition
1: there. Well, you you shouldn't assume, especially with city council. Positions in, in rural counties, and uh, and even r- in some some smaller cities. Um, but if there is, and I was just looking at that, um, you know. then obviously, yeah, I will go and and um, and do my due diligence and vote. I don't know if there's any levies or anything. That's the important thing. True.
0: So uh, read up, uh, educate yourself about what's happening in your area, and get out and vote in the polls. Uh, try to educate yourself as best as possible so that you're not just following a particular line. That would be nice. But uh, whatever line you follow, have fun. That's the idea behind have it. Have a all. great time Have a there. great time at the elections. Pop on in there. Uh, almost always be respectful to the elderly that volunteer their time at the uh, the polls because it's rarely I domain. I mean, I've voted, been voting for well over half my life, Big J. can't remember the last time I saw anybody that wasn't of retirement age, so it's a very important thing that these people do. My point.
1: You might not be paying too much attention. I've seen some younger folk. Well, good. Working. I mean, Melissa, I'm just telling you what I've seen. But uh, yeah, double check what they're what they're checking off there. To make sure. Oh wait, you want you think the elderly are not doing good work? And you want people to check their work? I mean, you know, we've had some issues here recently. Maybe that's part of the problem.
0: All right. Uh, just what we need: more people arguing with other people at our polls. How about we talk about what's on the agenda today Uh, for 7.30? We are going to try to give away $200. We did so yesterday. We want that trend to continue. You to win as much money as possible. We'll give you the category coming up in about an hour, and then you will have a chance to win some money at 7.30. Hailstorm's coming to town in a couple of days. We'll give you a chance to win some tickets to that as well over the course of the program, and we'll also have some streaming dumbass on the agenda today, so it should be a good one. Let's kick off some music. Stone Temple Pilots starting things off here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the x Rocks. On <laughs> The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by our friends at the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Once again, we here have proven that we can't have nice things, Big J. No, we're not allowed. State officials have officially changed the way they operate state-owned liquor stores because people were being jerks when it comes to rare bottles of alcohol. Uh, They've been hoarding them, they've been illegally reselling them, and they've just been basically treating the employees at the liquor stores like absolute crap. So they decided to change the policy and how that stuff works. The Idaho State Liquor Division last month announced new rules involving rare and highly sought-after bourbons, whiskeys, and other small-batch liquor offerings. Basically, they say a bunch of unsavory behavior has decided to make them change the way that they're doing things, so they're going to do what's called a treasure hunt approach. What does that mean? It means, like, usually what happened was if uh, a rare whiskey or bourbon was coming, they would list that online. And then these people that are collectors or want to trace it down would go to that particular location and harass the people that work there until they they found the bottle they were looking for. Now, basically, they're not going to put any rare products at all on their inventory on their website. And basically, you have to come across it in the wild if you want to purchase it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, they've been instructed by everybody that's working at the liquor store not to sell anything unless it's on display, and so if it's in the back or it's not on the shelf, you can't buy it. So that's how they're dealing with people that are being jerks about this stuff. I wish all these people that were jerks would go out and fight each other. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, like, I mean, uh, maybe if you're illegally reselling it, I suppose, you put that much time, effort, and energy into well, chasing down these things, but, like... There are... So- I mean, uh, you know, we...
1: Uh, and the family uh, have been trying to find this one particular brand um, for uh, the in-laws in, in whether w- wherever we go because it's so hard to find. And they really enjoy this kind. I think it's tequila or maybe it's whiskey red spot. Either way, it's like very difficult to find. So I get it. People are looking for those sort of things for whatever reason. But, yeah, I would say the resale thing is the... You know, probably the greediest part of that. Sure. And I could see those greedy-ass bastards
0: being jerks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would think that you're right. If you're going to go through that much effort to find something, odds are you could be a jerk about it if it's supposed to be someplace and it's not there. Either way, uh, you're on your own now. You're not going to be able to find this stuff online anymore. Monday Night Football game, almost unwatchable last night. Chiefs beat the Giants' 2017 final score. Harrison Butker had kicked the game-winning field goal with 107 left in the game. Pat Mahomes, another pedestrian game for him, 275 touchdown and a pick as uh, the Chiefs just don't look right. I mean, uh, offensively, they're having some issues, but defensively, they are, they're not a good football team. So we'll see where this thing ends up going, but I would be I worried mean, if I was a Chiefs fan. Yeah, they barely beat the New York Giants. I would be very worried at home. Uh, Saints uh, have confirmed Jameis Winston done for the year torn ACL in his left knee and also suffered MCL damage Ouch! Uh, that's going to do it for him Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon will become the Saints new starter Uh, speaking of somebody else that's probably done for the season the NFL's leading rusher Derrick Henry will have surgery today on his right foot after ongoing tests to evaluate the severity of the injury he is on IR now Mike Vrabel said there's a chance that Henry could come back this year but they would have to be in the playoffs. He's pretty much done for the regular season. And Von Miller was traded to the Rams yesterday. The Broncos are going to pay his entire salary and basically move him over to the Rams for a second and third round pick in the 2022 draft. If you're keeping track, that means the Rams don't have a draft pick until the 5th round in the upcoming draft. So they are sacrificing everything to win this year. I think they might actually do it, Big j uh, The Rams scare the piss out of me. I don't know about where you are on him, but I get the feeling that they, if they can get it together, oh, they are going I'm so to be good.
1: Scared. I don't know. Arizona Cardinals kind of handled them.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: they did. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Von Miller, and if they can all stay healthy, it's still sure. That one extra game it makes the season seem like it's five games. You would think longer, but you would think. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a defense, and Stafford has really worked out.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's uh, they're good on both sides of the ball. And uh, if you're not uh, you know at least somewhat uh, putting them in the conversation for best team in the NFL, you're probably doing it wrong. Snapchat is going to partner up with NBC Universal to bring audio clips from its movies like uh, and TV shows like The Office Parks and Rec, Shrek Saturday Night Live to the social platform. NBC Universal is, has an iconic catalog and they are going to make sure it's easily shareable on the social media network. And I'm trying to figure out, have we been having problems with that in the past? <laughs> Is it tough to come across this kind of stuff? I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. I don't think it seems to be, but maybe there's a difference between an official partnership and then somebody just recording something off their TV, which is usually what's been happening in the world of Snapchat. How often are you using that Snapchat these days, Big J? Uh,
1: you It's just family stuff. So Like the kids put a bunch of stuff on there. We use Snapchat in groups a lot. You post uh,
0: once a week, once a day, what? Uh, I don't. You just mostly lurk and yes. view? Yes. As opposed to posting, but it's yourself?
1: just, uh, just you know, I don't really look at a whole bunch of other people's stuff. So. But you check it on the regular, I guess. Yeah, when I get a notification that my kids put up a picture of their dog. But you're not going to be sharing clips from bridesmaids on it, is what you're telling? Probably you. not. Got, Got it. it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That is Pearl Jam. That is Alive here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And I suppose we can talk about things that were possible and almost happened, but then didn't quite exactly come together, right?
1: Yeah. uh, Sammy Hagar is uh, currently doing a residency in Vegas with his band, The Circle. And uh, he got talking to uh, one of the radio stations there. Uh, And the big plan was, before uh, Eddie, of course, uh, passed away, is that they were going to get together. They had reconciled. And they were going to keep that on the down low. And uh, they were going to just reveal this huge plan that they had for a tour with Sammy and everybody in Van Halen, including David Lee Roth. And uh, it was going to be a big deal. They were going to go out with that and, and uh, they were waiting patiently to talk about, because Sammy was really excited about the reconciliation with Eddie. And uh, man, how huge would that have been? Oh yeah. I, and I'm not even the biggest Van Halen fan, but even I would have to be like, damn, I mean, why
0: wouldn't you want to see that in person? Yeah, I mean, there had been talked about that for years and years and years. Like, I mean, especially when uh, Van Halen got back together with David Lee Roth and they were doing a little bit of touring themselves, there was talk about how could they get that together and then, you know, have Sammy and Dave perform and it was just like a greatest hits night of Van Halen with the actual people that performed the songs. But then, you know, to add to that, they wanted to have Wolfgang Van Halen open the show, which would be pretty cool. I mean, it's a whole Van Halen experience, which would have been amazing. But of course, that didn't happen once eddie van halen passed away and that was it but uh according to sammy too there's never been any a whole lot of bad blood between he and david lee roth they've had some couple of like fun little back and forths here and there like in the media but apparently there was no real animosity there anything that came was you know basically from eddie and and sammy they didn't really get along i think that stemmed from michael anthony being fired really is what caused that whole thing to really come apart but it was good to know that everybody was pretty much cool when Eddie had passed away. It's unfortunate we didn't see that come to fruition. But yeah, that would have been a pretty big deal,
1: man. Yeah, what's the price? I mean, what is uh, what, what do you put on that? I mean, that, that seems like a, that would be a premium price on a ticket.
0: Oh, yeah. We're talking, I mean, whatever Guns N' Roses is getting these days. I mean, that's a stadium kind of thing. That's, that's, yeah, that's where you have to go. Yeah, that's a $150 ticket. Yeah, for sure. That is big cities and, you know, a night with Van Halen would have been ridiculously huge and gigantic. No doubt about it. But alas, I mean, you know, Sammy's still doing okay with The Circle. You know, they came and played uh, twice and filled in for somebody yeah. uh, right. here in the Treasure Valley over the uh, summer. So, listen, he's doing just fine. Uh, and David Lee Roth has now uh, ha- has announced his retirement from singing. And so that's that for him, at least for the foreseeable future. But Sammy's doing okay, I would think, and he's going to be just fine. Is there any band now currently that has
1: missing pieces or, or you know, that aside from somebody being passed away, like, uh, you know, uh, in Led Zeppelin, that if they got back together would be a big deal. I mean, not, you're not going to get as big as Van Halen, but I can't think of anything offhand.
0: Rage Against the Machine the you know, only one that comes to mind. Yeah, You know, and even then they're doing a couple of one-offs and they are a big deal when they get back together and perform. But yeah, I would think if Rage Against the Machine, like really honest to goodness, got back together and started a new music, that would be at least our generation's yeah. equivalent maybe. maybe operator yes yes uh operator at close second if they were returned okay. to the studio then uh what is his name johnny strong yeah
1: i'm waiting patiently <laughs> johnny what is he doing in the meantime i don't know he's kind of uh lost his mind a little bit
0: morning after with nick and big j coming up uh your opportunity to play along with big j with streaming dumbass that's next on the x rocks <coughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Every single Tuesday, we try to find three movies that maybe just maybe Big J hasn't encountered in his personal or professional life and strip away the stars of those movies, even the directors of the studio that brought you stuff, and you're left with something just called a brief plot description from the streaming network. Based on that plot description, you must select a movie to watch and review for the audience in 24 hours. Do you accept the parameters of streaming dumbass? I do. Movie number one, when New Orleans paramedics and longtime best friends Steve and Dennis are called to a series of bizarre and gruesome accidents, they chalk it up to a mysterious new drug found in the scene. But after Dennis's oldest daughter disappears, Steve stumbles upon a terrifying truth about the supposed psychedelic that will change everything he knows about reality and the flow of time itself. Oh, my God. Movie number two. Nat, an aspiring photographer, is headed towards a bright future at an art school in Los Angeles and wants to find the real America en route to new beginnings out west. Richard is a lovely, unkempt motormouth, simply looking for a connection while he grapples with indecision, past mistakes, and dead ends. As they travel through the country, both passengers come alive through the possibilities of the open road. Sounds like my life. Movie, which one are you? The Loser. The Motormouth? Yeah. Movie number three. William Foster's a brilliant neuroscientist who loses his family. Utilizing cutting edge technology, William comes up with a daring and unprecedented plan to bring them back. As the experiment begins to spiral out of control, Foster soon finds himself with odds of this dubious boss, a reluctant accomplice, a police task force, and the physical laws of science. <laughs> God, man. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three? Now, is it
1: wrong to ask which movie of these three you want me to choose? Um, Is that Undue Influence?
0: Yes, I believe it is. Okay.
1: Because uh, now I'm trying to guess not so much which movie I want to watch, but which one you want me to see because it might mean it's crazy and weird. I've and seen two or three of these movies.
0: i put it that way. So I already know what to expect out of two out of the three of them. All right, I'm going to go with movie number one. Movie number one is the only movie I haven't seen. Damn it. Congratulations. I, I
1: was thinking movie number three would be the one you would want me to see.
0: Movie but. number three, I would be interesting to find out if you'd actually enjoy it. But I knew right from the beginning you weren't going to get into it, which is unfortunate. But that was uh, just my second choice. You passed on movie number two. That was called The Long, Dumb Road. That stars Jason Manzucas and Tony Revolori. Ah. You passed on movie number three. That was called Replicas. That stars Keanu Reeves and Alice E in a sci-fi movie from about a year and a half ago, but you decided not to watch it. You will instead be watching a movie called Synchronic that stars Anthony Mackie and Jamie Dornan. It is available for you to watch on Netflix, and so that is the film that you'll watch, Synchronic. Synchronic. Sounds like it's set in the uh, not-too-distant future. Uh, We will see if it's worth any time. If you want to play the home game, you can find it on Netflix and watch it and see if your review compares with Big J around this time tomorrow. (laughs) What's going on in the news today? On the
1: Morning After with Nick and Big J. The
0: important stuff brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. You didn't deserve to be in the accident, but you do deserve an advocate. And it turns out, Big J, we may be just miserable sons of bitches, this human race of ours. Yeah. Uh, We've talked about it before, about how we're only really happy when we're bitching about something. And it turns out that might be true at least according to the university of college in london you see they were doing some facts checking about a study that pretty much has been granted as fact over the last 25 years that humans are innately optimistic you know we look on the bright side of life for the most part the bright side of life and so they're like all right well let's just redo this particular study and let's do it for modern times and see if we're still as optimistic as we once were turns out no no sir we definitely are not and uh, we, as a matter of fact, are fairly eh, negative when it comes to things. We're, we're a bit pessimistic more than we are optimistic. But what they hope the study will do is make us question things that we have basically considered as fact for the last couple of decades. And maybe do some updated things because humanity, science, people, communities, they've all changed. Uh, not necessarily for the good, not necessarily for the bad, but they've definitely Change. It's a different world than it was 20 years ago agree or disagree agree and so what they did was they moved a lot of the emotional components of the questions and they found out that this optimistic pattern was a lot to do with how the questions were asked and the manner of which the question came to them as opposed to their actual opinions on things so we're negative Nancy's, is what it all boils down to and we enjoy complaining about things welcome to the world in 2021 Will it change? No. Correct. Not at all. Kansas City Chiefs beat the New York Giants 20-17 to last night on Monday Night Football. Harrison Bucker with the game-winning field goal with 107 left in the game. Wasn't a particularly fun game to watch, but at least you got to see the Chiefs come out on top. Unless you're a Giants fan, I can't imagine you care. That's going to do it for Jameis Winston this year. He is done, Uh, tore his ACL and also injured his MCL in the game on Sunday against Tampa Bay. Taysom Hill a Trevor Sivian going to take over. Derrick Henry also done for at least the regular season. He needs surgery to repair a broken bone in his foot. The team did sign Adrian Peterson as somewhat of a backup, but I feel like this will be an opportunity for former Broncos running back Jeremy McNichols, Big J.
1: Yeah, but they've always just looked at him as a third down back.
0: True, but so. I mean, that's what you look at. I think you'd look at any back like that when you have Derrick Henry on your roster. And so I think when given the opportunity, maybe just maybe he'll get a chance. But you may be right. Maybe he's just considered to be a change of pace slash uh, receiving back. He's definitely in the game when they're throwing the ball. That's for sure. Yep. But we'll see what ends up happening with Derrick Henry out. Von Miller is now an L.A. Ram. He left yesterday. To get your Denver Broncos traded him away for a couple of second day picks from the Rams. And Big J, it appears Chris Pratt is going to take over every voiceover job in the world. He's already Mario for the new Super Mario Brothers movie. And now he has just been cast as the new Garfield in the new animated film from Sony. So Garfield holds the record for being the most syndicated cartoon strip in the world. And now they're rebooting the franchise, who already has a couple of TV shows, a couple of movies. You remember who originally voiced Garfield?
1: No, I don't. Bill Murray.
0: Oh, did so in two different movies. Oh, in the movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In the uh, in the in the TV show is Lorenzo Music. If you remember, he
1: was not real happy about his uh, Garfield.
0: Bill Murray? Yeah. No, remember, uh, he he originally signed on to do two Garfield movies because he was confused. One of the writers was Joel Cohen, and he thought it was one of the Cohen brothers, but it's not. And so this is what happens when you don't have an agent, you just have a voicemail. He signed on for a movie he didn't actually want to make and then signed on for a sequel as well. So he had no choice. Hilarious. And I imagine he put in the effort exactly what those kind of movies asked for from Bill Murray as well. So there's that x double dare on 100.3 the x rocks it is time to hopefully give away some money here on the morning after with nicky big j it is x double dare time and it is an honor to welcome on to the show anthony who happens to be caller x this morning anthony good morning man how are you Morning, I'm doing good. How about you guys? We're good. We're good. We're hanging in there. We want you to win as much money as possible. The maximum prize is $200. You've got three questions to go double or nothing to try to get there. You do have to gamble on yourself a little bit, and it is going to depend pretty heavily on what you know about this topic. Big J? The films of Clint Eastwood. How big of a Clint Eastwood fan are you, Anthony? Oh, boy. Uh, My dad is, but, you know, um, we'll see how it goes. All right. Uh, it may come in handy, who the hell knows, but we want you to win some money, so good luck.
1: All right, 50 bucks, here we go. In which movie, which also won Best Picture at the Oscars, by the way, did Clint play an old boxing coach? Oh, I think, I think I know this one, um... Million Dollar Baby? Right. There you go.
0: Million Dollar Baby is correct. You can take $50 and walk away and nobody will think twice about it because you're a good man. Or you could put that on the line and go double or nothing for $100. I do have to warn you, the questions do get progressively harder from here. What do you think?
1: Go for the next one. All right, dude. All right, for 100 bucks. this actress, who's been nominated for 21 Academy Awards, starred alongside Clint in the boring-as-hell bridges of Madison County. Boring as hell. What was the The movie Bridges of Madison County. This actress. 21. Here I'll give you the question or the uh the question again, okay. This actress okay, who's been nominated for 21 Academy Awards starred alongside Clint Eastwood in the Boring as hell Bridges of Madison County. If it's that many awards. I would I don't know, I guess like Meryl Streep.
0: Right. Meryl Streep is 100% real correct. real low-key, knowing what you're talking about. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> that is $100 to you. So now, Anthony, the question is, do you take that $100 and walk away, or do you go for the hardest question of the bunch and try to win $200? bucks? is it going to be? I'll go for $200. All right, dude. Good luck. In the 1978 adventure comedy, Every Which
1: Way But Loose, Clint plays the role of Philo Beddo, and is accompanied by his pet, Orangutan. <laughs> what is the name of the orangutan in the movie? Oh, I I think I know this one too. I pretty, pretty, probably do. You've been great so far,
0: Anthony. This is the part where if you know it, you say it. Is it manis? Manis. Wrong. I don't know what Manis is. No, I don't know what Manis is, but that is not the correct answer, Anthony. I am sorry. Uh, the answer is what, Big J? Left turn, Clyde. Right. It's Clyde, Clyde the orangutan. Right. In any any which way but loose. And do you remember the follow-up film, Big J? Uh,
1: every which way. Oh boy.
0: Wrong. Any which way but loose. Any which way you can. Right. Any which way you can. Uh, congratulations, my man. Uh, you did get through, but you didn't win the damn thing. So, unfortunately, Sorry, man, we tried to tell you the $200 question was a bit difficult, but you know what? Sometimes you got to gamble on yourself. Yeah. Uh, but, Anthony, you walk away with nothing. My apologies to you and your family. At least you have a chance to try again. 12.30 today with Jason Drew and 5.30 today with Adam. The mill movies and films of Clint Eastwood will continue to be the topic all day long today. So uh, get to know them a little bit better and see what you can do.
1: Now I know how to spell orangutan.
0: <laughs> was that the first time you've actually seen the word written down?
1: Probably, yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, what the hell is that?
0: Morning After with Nick and Big J, we will go to hell next on the X Rocks.
1: J, on 100.3, the X Rocks.
0: To the internet we go for today's We're Going to Hell story. You know the feeling you get, Big J, when you do one of your patented Big J snot lockers and rocket it just right out of your nose?
1: Yeah, no, I don't do that.
0: Big old burger booger that falls right on the ground that uh, clears up your sinuses a little bit. Well, imagine that times 100. That is what a Georgia woman is feeling after something interesting happened, when she thought that she had finally blown loose a huge booger that she could feel in her nose. Uh, What she found out, Big J, was it wasn't just a booger, it was actually a bead that had been lodged up in her nose for up to 20 years. She documented the uh, booger on TikTok, which is what I believe the medium is for, and garnered over (laughs) 7.6 million views so far. Is she rich? Man. (laughs) Hannah Hamilton is 23, and she says, quote, I stared at it in amazement because it was huge, and it was inside me for 20 years, end quote. Something it sounds like you would say. The revolting phenomenon first came to light after she suffered a sinus infection earlier this year that left her nose completely congested, so she was trying to get to the root of the problem, man. So she went in there and she discovered that there was something in her na- nasal passage that looked like it was a bit of a booger. She was uh, she used an earwax camera to go in there because she was so congested. And then she was finally able to extract the actual booger from her nose and then found out, holy cow, the bead. And then she remembered, I don't know how she remembered this, She's but she lying. says she, remember. she remembered being three years old and stu- stuffing a bead up her nose, which I'm not sure I buy. But, I, I listen, kids shove things up their nose all the time, so I suppose it's possible, right? Yeah. That this could happen, but the, fit, the video is pretty gross to see, like, the booger that's around the bead. It almost looks fake, and because it's on TikTok, I'm almost tempted to say I'm guaranteeing you it's fake. But, listen, I'm going to give this poor woman the, uh, the benefit of the doubt. How say you? Yeah, man, she had a bead up her nose. Yeah, it happens. It happens to the best of us. But uh, thank goodness she's going to be okay. She was able to dislodge it herself. And that bead, I hope, is in the garbage. I'm not sure what she's going to do with it. Turn it into an NFT, maybe. That's what they do with these things, right? Sure. Once they go viral. You can make money off of it in somehow, some way.
1: Yeah, she could also actually sell the bead.
0: That's true. No need to NFT it if you could actually sell the physical thing. Would you buy it, Big Jay? No. The world-famous booger bead. No.
1: All right. I'm just saying. I'm gonna find all kinds of stuff up my nose here, though, for TikTok. I don't even want to ask.
0: Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X-Rocks.
1: Here's traffic. Oh
0: look, I found a cup of coffee. Hey, put it on the TikTok. <coughs>
1: On the morning after, with Nick and Big J.
0: The important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates Injury Attorneys. He didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Big J was all giddy this morning. Oh yeah, like a little schoolboy. Yeah, he was too. Shields is coming to the Treasure Valley. I did not know what Shields was. You idiot! Well, I mean, I can count on one hand the last time I was in a sporting goods store. Yeah, no kidding. In the last two decades, and what brought you to Shields? Way to be a native Idahoan, pal. Wait a second, this the isn't great native outdoors, Idaho? right? But
1: uh, but why were you, why were you in a Shields? Uh, why why wouldn't you want to go into a Shields? Well, Would explain what sport- Shields are for those that uh, maybe it's, aren't it's familiar. It's a ginormous sporting goods store. I mean, like there's everything in there, it, it, almost. Almost 300,000 square feet. There's a Ferris wheel in it, a huge aquarium. It's like a Cabela's, but times 10.
0: Yeah, they'll have a candy shop, an interactive arcade, sports simulators, and more. They'll even have an in-house restaurant that features sandwiches and homemade fudge, Big J. So, everything you need. Uh, But they'll sell apparel, sporting goods. they big on exercise equipment as well inside the uh, Shields. It's coming to 10 Mile Crossing in Meridian uh, when that will open up, we're probably looking to 2023, but they've been looking here for a while. 2024. They uh, they Christ picked up. Colorado Springs over Boise a couple of years back. Bunch of losers. But now they're coming to the Ten Mile Crossing in Meridian, which is basically uh, Franklin and Ten Mile, is where you're going to find it when it actually pops up. So get ready to get your sporting goods on. Let's yes. get you on that Ferris wheel, Big J. No. Oh come! What's no, the matter? I'm not, a, not a Ferris wheel guy. Not much of an Idahoan then. Uh, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. They beat the New York Giants 20-17 to in Monday Night Football last night. It was a tough game to watch, but Harrison Bucker kicked the game-winning field goal with the buck 07 left in the contest to give them the victory. Jameis Winston out for the year. Taysom Hill or Trevor Sibbing in a takeover quarterback duties. Derrick Henry also out for at least the regular season. Broke a bone in his foot. He's the NFL's leading rusher by over 300 yards, Big J. Uh, and that's going to do it for him. They did sign Adrian Peterson. Also, Jeremy McNichols is on the team too. We'll see what they end up doing in their backfield going here on out. Von Miller's headed from the Broncos to the Rams. They gave up a couple of second-day picks for him yesterday. Broncos going to pick up most, or if not all, of his salary. I think uh, they are picking up nine million to the nine point seven million left on his contract. So he is out the door, and the Rams get better. And Big J, Jay, Jay Leno's back, and this time it's personal. <laughs> interactive show on the new fireside app it'll be a live show that he'll be hosting he will live stream from a las vegas car show on tuesday and apparently it's all about question and answers from jay leno about cars he's a big car collector so now if you've always had a car question you wanted to ask jay leno you'll have an opportunity you just have to download the fireside app and you can get all the jay leno content you want let me ask you this big jay (laughs) you have an adversity towards jay leno as mm-hmm. anybody who has a sense of humor should. Yeah. But you also hate Jimmy Fallon. Who do you hate more? Jay Leno or Jimmy Fallon? Probably Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Is it just because he's more omnipresent than Jay Leno is these days? No, my mom loved Jay Leno. Okay. So, so even there's no spot.
1: I love my mom. Gotcha. So
0: uh, if there's you There's
1: nothing to save Jimmy Fallon. If,
0: <laughs> if you were forced to watch an hour of content by one of them, you take Jay Leno. Yes. Just oh, for yeah. For nostalgia purposes. Yeah. Got it. Uh, now we know the Big J hate list and where he lies. On the morning after with Nick and Big J.
1: Big show here in a couple days. Thursday at the Rev Center. We've got Hailstorm. rival Sons, and Ida Mae. want going to be a, a show for the ages, man. And we've got tickets for you. You just need to beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown.
0: You want to go on Thursday, 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call. You then need to defeat Big J in this little thing we call Pop Culture Smackdown. If you could do both those things, then congratulations. Thursday's going to be a good day for you. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? This is Lanny. All right, Lanny, you're up first. This actress played a teenage goth inspiration in the movie Beetlejuice and now plays a 40-something goth mom on Stranger Things. Who is it? Oh, is that, uh, um, gosh, I want to say it's Winona, uh, Winona Ryder? Right. Winona Ryder is correct. Big J, this gentleman hosted the CBS Evening News for 24 years. He now hosts a weekly news show on YouTube. I'd rather not, Dan. Dan Rather. Right. Correct. Back to you, Lanny. Edie Falco played Carmella on this long running HBO series and won a couple a couple Emmys for it. Who was that? Sopranos? Um, right. Carmela Soprano is correct. Big J, who played the role of David Fisher in Six Feet Under and Dexter in Dexter? Um, uh, Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony, the guitar, the bass player for Van Halen. Wrong. Incorrect. Uh, you got his first name right, but uh, Michael C. Hall. Right. The name of the actor. Michael C. Hall. Congratulations, sir! Tickets to Hailstorm and Rival Sons are yours for Thursday at the Rev Center. Please hold on; and we'll make sure we're good to go. You must add Michael Anthony on the break. No,
1: I, I actually thought that his last name was Anthony, but I couldn't remember his, the middle initial, so I was trying to
0: avoid that whole thing. And but I, but it was all for naught. you got halfway home. It was all for naught. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Your headlines are next on the X Rocks. What does it mean when someone says? Lee and speak the thing you need to know. It's time for Headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Need a car loan do-over? Check out the iPreCheck button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about all the time on the X? Yeah. It's right there for you at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Crazy this worked, that's what it's supposed to do, and armbar. That's what it's supposed to do. A Florida man is suing the Motor City Car Wash in Boynton Beach, Florida, because he was surprised that a car wash may be slippery when wet. According to the complaint, Arthur Sunoff suffered, quote, serious injuries while having his car cleaned on December 26th of last year. The lawsuit stated that the establishment negligently and carelessly maintained the above-mentioned premises by allowing a dirty and slippery substance of water to remain on the ground while pray- patrons were expected to walk by it. So he fell on his ass, basically, in the car wash, and now is suing the car wash because the floor was wet. Now, I'm pretty sure that's pretty much a given, but you never know with the litigious state of the world today whether or not that's going to work out for somebody or not. God. But one would expect you have to be know that there's going to be water and to tread carefully if you're going to be in a car wash. You know? You would think so, yeah. But stranger things have happened. We'll see how that works out for that guy. Crazy this worked or Armbarn? Armbarn. PETA is upset. They have a new enemy. That enemy? Major League Baseball, Big J. They are tired of Major League Baseball using the term bullpen. The animal rights group says that, quote, bullpen refers to the area of a bull's pen where bulls are held before they are slaughtered. They think a better, less offensive name for the warm-up area would be, quote, the arm barn. Big J. Uh, I'm not sure why it has to have some sort of farm connotations to it, but I'm not sure also uh, who's upset about bullpens being used as the term. Outside of PETA, of yeah. course. I haven't heard a cow's complain about it. They don't. I don't feel like they're being misrepresentated. You know what I mean? Well, probably.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Listen, In touch th- with their lawyer.
0: There's a lot of things cows can be upset about that humans do. Naming the bullpen the bullpen, probably pretty low on their yeah, list. Yeah, why don't you start out, PETA, with the baseball, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe that might be a good place <laughs> to start. If you want to pick a thing to yeah, change, how about the ball that's surrounded by the skin of the cow that you're upset about? But either way, uh, I don't think it'll be changing anytime soon. But again, we're just angry. We're just happy when we're angry at somebody. So we have to now pee to somebody to be angry at. We'll wrap it up with Crazy This Worked. A Virginia man recently became a lottery winner 20 times over. This is a pretty crazy story. William Neville went to uh, basically a gas station on October 23rd and played a game for the Virginia Lottery called the Pick 4. And for some reason decided to buy 20 tickets with the identical four numbers on them. You know what I'm saying? So he yeah. threw down 20 bucks and then played the same four numbers 20 times over. Well, one in 10,000, but he got it. He nailed all four numbers, therefore all 20 tickets were winners. He won a $5,000 top prize for each of the tickets, so that gave him $100,000 instead of the normal payout for just nailing it on one, which would have been $10,000. He's got $100,000 now, which is incredible, the fact that all four of those numbers hit and he had 20 tickets to make that happen, so seems a little fishy to me. Yeah, does he do this on a regular basis? Uh, I don't know. It didn't say whether or not this was his consistent thing, because to me, that seems crazy, right? You would want to increase your odds by having random numbers throughout the $20 that you spend. You would think, yeah. But unless you're somebody that believes in these four numbers and when you hit, you hit big, that's exactly what happened. I mean, I already scammed it. One of the two. What was that uh, book by David Baldacci? You the, like winner. So much? The, the winner. The winner. What <laughs> a great book. <laughs> About the lottery scam. Uh, highly recommended from Big J. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Asking Alexandria alone again here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Oh. Well, we got to recap The Morning After Fantasy Football League. Week number eight, the Red Hot Cobra Jays, Big J, Jay. How did they do this week? Well, uh, I'm just going to go with this and say not well,
1: not well at all. And uh, my opponent going up against Tenacious D, Nick, uh, one of the top teams in The Morning After Fantasy Football League, has a hell of a lineup. Uh, They had one of their players, Nick, scored zero points. Yeah. And I still lost by, I don't know, 90 points? I mean, it feels that way. Uh, They started off on Thursday night with Aaron Jones scoring 24 points. Whenever that happens, it's like, oh boy. Yeah, we didn't hold deep on on Thursday.
0: It's tough.
1: Yeah. Uh, I did that very same thing to you. Yes Uh, And uh, you know He picked up this cat Michael Carter Who's a running back For New York Jets Probably I don't know Three, four weeks ago and threw him in the starting lineup this week. Dude scored 32 points, and not many people have heard of him, so that was an awesome pickup for him. Adam Thielen uh, had a comeback game, scored 19 points for him. Uh, Cooper Cup has been unstoppable as a wide receiver as far as fantasy points go. He scored 24 points right there. Tom Brady had a good game, good enough anyways, despite the interceptions to uh, get him 25 points. That alone was enough to defeat me, Uh, and then he had a uh, kicker score Eight points his defense only scored seven points uh, meanwhile i'm floundering and trying to keep up as of uh a sunday night nick i only had like 49 points yeah. and uh i had uh, some issues of course i have dak prescott on my team he did not place uh sunday night and uh so i made uh what i thought was a smart move but it was all for not picking up daniel jones he did give me 16 points last night uh, leonard Fournette uh disappointed in their loss to st st uh uh, the uh, the New Orleans Saints uh, with only seven points. Uh, Dee Williams for the the Kansas City Chiefs last night did okay, got me 17 points. But listen, there was nothing I was gonna do. All my players underperformed, and I just uh, couldn't withstand uh, the crush from Tenacious D. So well done, and uh, I'm thankful that uh, my division uh, has is a pretty weaker side of it and might have a chance if i can go on another run here to uh, get back up on top
0: big j is four and four this year uh and had the lowest points scored in the league this particular week so it was a rough one but you will bounce back once you have your starting quarterback back in the lineup i'm sure i i had plenty of points on my bench it was just a matter i got some you know wide
1: receivers in the kind of intermediate that sometimes do well and sometimes don't so you know it's been hard to decide which ones to start
0: if your lineup was perfect would you have won no no It was one of those where it wouldn't matter. Meanwhile, on the Pickle neck side of things, high score of the week in the entire league, baby. Thank you to uh, Chris Godwin for the Buccaneers for putting up 28 points. Got 25 from Joe Mixon, 21 from Najee Harris. Uh, Even got 13 from my kicker and 13 from my defense. It was a balanced attack this week to get me 145.82 points. Still uh, kept the streak alive, however, with not having a quarterback score more than 15 points for me. I had to pick up Teddy Teddy Bridgewater because my quarterback was on a bye, and he only got me 12 points, but it was good enough to win. Uh, Tough luck from no punt intended. Lanny ended up, you know, he's got Derrick Henry, who's now done for the year. Derrick Henry had his only really pedestrian game of the season so far. Only got six points out of him, and now he's done for the season. Uh, Matt Ryan, he picked up as a waiver wire pickup and uh, crapped all over himself. He only got six points. 21 points out of Cole Beasley was his highest scorer of the week. He really didn't stand much of a chance. 145-95, uh, to 95, the final score in favor of me. Uh, the defending champion, 3 Peter Parker, ended up picking up a 109-99 victory this particular weekend. Uh, Eckler for the Chargers got him 24 points, 30 points out of Michael Pittman. He even got a zero burger out of Russell Gage, his uh, flex, but ended up getting 109 points to get it. He also had Jameis Winston in the lineup, who got hurt after the first first quarter. So that's a I survived in one kind of a game. Uh, good twin uh, takes her third loss in a row. Uh, 21 points for Tannehill 19 points for Melvin Gordon but really that's it outside of her kicker Zane Gonzalez who had 17. She could only put up 99 this week and she uh, lost her third straight to fall to 3-5 and five on the season. Nice battle today uh, this week between every day I'm and Rustling uh, and discount double check a couple of really good teams going back and forth and it was a close as close as anything gets. 97.6 6 to 97.02 that's why we play with decimals in this league, pal. Uh, nice 20-point performance out of Joe Burrow. 21 out of Jonathan Taylor. And then kind of pedestrian the rest of the way. Uh, good performance for a discount double check out of uh, Chase Edmonds. And, of course, uh, Crowder as well for the Jets picking up some good points. But just not enough. Didn't get a good performance out of his quarterback, Jalen Hurts, in order to give him the victory. And so he will fall. Allen will fall to 5-3. Th- and three. Every damn rustling improves to 6-2. and two. Uh, Nice big score performance between Jekyll and my quarterbacks and wrong side of Kamara. Jekyll and my quarterbacks Wayne picks up the big victory 132 to 121. Great performance from Tyreek Hill last night on Monday Night Football that really did give him the win. He needed a good performance last night and got one. A.J. Brown was his high scorer too. Big game for the Titans against Indianapolis. 31 and a half points out of him. 29 points out of Josh Allen. 22 points out of Henderson, the running back for the Rams but just not enough for Courtney who saw herself in the Super Bowl last year but just can't get out out of the basement this year 2-6 and six, Despite having Ouch. a team that scores a lot of points Courtney's got a lot of tough luck losses This year the dead will tell with the number one pick in the draft picked up their third win of the season with a victory over tease nuts tracy falls to three and five uh, nice performance for cordell patterson also uh, dj metcalf and debu samuelo put up uh gave him a triple digit points and then rashawn woods and aaron Rodgers, really the only one doing anything for tease nuts and so tracy falls to three and five on the season who are you looking at for week number nine big j uh wrong side of Kamara. all right Team that puts up a lot of points, you're going to need to do that yourself. Uh, and I will be taking on Good Twin in my particular matchup. So best of luck to all parties involved as we are getting into Week Nine in the morning after Fantasy Football League. We'll do some bad impressions. Those are happening next on the X Rock.
1: Big J on 100.3 The X. And we have tickets here Thursday night big show at the Rev Center. We've got Hailstorm, Rival Sons, and Ida may coming to town. We'll get you there. You just need to figure out bad impressions here this morning.
0: 208 287 1003 is our phone number. Bad impressions works thusly. Big J has three clues. They all point to somebody pretty famous. You figure out that famous person in those three clues or less, and bam, you are going to a concert on Thursday night free of charge. Hello, The X. Oh, that ain't going to work at all. Good morning, The X. Morning. Morning, man. What's your name? Eric. All right, Eric, you're up first. Good luck.
1: I played the space-crazy oil-rigger Rockhound in Armageddon. Next one. My role as Donnie in The Big Lebowski didn't have many speaking parts. Phone's ringing, dude. I still don't know. I was Enoch Nucky Thompson in Boardwalk Empire, and I ended up in a wood chipper in the movie Fargo.
0: I can't think of his name. I'm uh, sorry, guys. That's all right, man. Sorry, right, I figured it would be a little tougher this morning. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. Did you hear the clues, or do you need him again? I'll go ahead and take him again, please. Okay. I
1: played the space-crazy oil-rigger rockhound in Armageddon. My role is Donnie the Big Lebowski. didn't have many speaking parts. Phone's ringing, dude. I was Enoch. Oh, I'm sorry, who? Steve Buscemi. Oh, well, I'll take it. Boom! That's good enough,
0: my man. Getty Congratulations. Getty One second. We'll get you the information for Hailstorm and Rival Sons and make sure you're all good to go. Why is Steve Buscemi in the news? Well, he won, uh, I guess, according to some
1: people, he won Halloween, Nick, as uh, he dressed up for Halloween as his own damn meme. The meme of him uh, dressed up as uh, a wannabe high schooler from 30 Rock that I guess is pretty popular with him saying, hello, Fellow kids, how do you do?
0: Yeah, uh, it is uh, It is a very funny meme. It is a very funny costume. And he apparently was handing out candy dressed up like it.
1: Yeah, I mean, talk about uh, what a slacker. <laughs> Wait, what? Well, he just dressed up as a part of the role that he played once before. <laughs> I mean, you know, pretty... <laughs> Pretty
0: lazy. Yeah, but you know what? Steve Buscemi's also in his 60s, so for him to dress up at all, I say, takes an exorbitant amount of effort.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And uh, it is pretty funny. They show him handing out candy
0: uh, hand over fist there. Not making eye contact, but handing out candy for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We wrap up the show here next on The X Rocks. Looking to try something new for half price? This is your chance to try. Papa Roach that is Kill the Noise and that's going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to be ready for tomorrow. Big J's got a movie he's got to watch tonight starring Anthony Mackie Big J. Jamie Dornan's in it What's it called? I do not remember Psychosis. No, 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 no Uh, Good luck finding it then Uh, It's on Netflix. If you want to watch it I think it's like Cairo or Crow Cairocropic or something like that
1: Oh damn, thankfully I'll uh I'll run that back during the podcast.
0: Hopefully somebody was paying attention that can remind us about the right direction. Plus, we had a chance to give away a couple of Hailstorm uh, tickets today. We will do that again tomorrow. Uh, Got the $200 question wrong today during the uh, X Double Dare. So walked away empty-handed, but two more chances, 1230 and 530 today with Jason, Drew, and Adam. What is the category again? Uh, Films of Clint Eastwood. So you better... Mosey on up to the uh, Wikipedia page of Clint Eastwood and figure things and out. Mosey on up. Because you're going to need the help today. These are some tough questions that aren't going to be super easy. Don't forget, we also have a half-price Friday going on this Friday, 9 o'clock, xrock.com, $50 to Guido's Pizzeria for just 25 bucks. the original New York-style pizzeria. They've been in the Valley for 27 years, and they've got some good stuff. And you can grab uh, $50 of it for just 25 at xrock.com at 9 o'clock. That leaves you with the floor, Big Jay.
1: Oh, you remember... Uh- Uh, I think it was about a month and a half or so ago I talked about how uh, they were launching some hops into space, 66 pounds of it. Space beer. Yeah, space beer. And uh, Sam Adams uh, had uh, taken that, and uh, they've turned that into beer. It's called Spacecraft Nick. It will be available in select markets uh, here in the next couple days.
0: All right. So you can finally – are we one of the select markets? I was trying to look that up. I I don't know for sure, but uh, I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. But space beer will be available. Uh, do you think it'll affect the taste? Uh, uh,
1: pff, who knows. It looks pretty cool, though. Either way, um, the the branding, and the everything label,
0: BF. Yeah. Gotcha. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That's gonna do it for us. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow at CX Rocks. The